the one thing that pissed me off at the end of the Justice League was when they had that race. <laughs> it's supposed to be a fucking foot race. <laughs> Why is Superman flying? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard him say the F word before. <laughs> so it's uh no ladies tonight uh tasha and megs are off and we are back with the multiverse podcast with the fellas minus uh terrence who we miss gotta get that ot get that bread no nobody here is mad at you for that and uh so no juice box friday and if you've been listening, you know, no, I mean, no, no juice box cotton candy tonight. Uh, we got Robert back in the house. I'm good to be back. I missed a lot. You guys had a lot of fun while I was gone. Yeah, we, I was cracking up listening to you guys yeah, go on. We don't have to talk about that <laughs> ugliness from last week. You know, it was exhausting. And, <laughs> I, you know, because this guy was up reading AVX like well into the morning <laughs> for no damn reason. Mike woke up at five o'clock. Think about you. I don't know how to take that. Yeah, 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 you know, man. It's okay. It's love. <laughs> so we got Lou, of course, back. Cosmic Lou, how are you, sir? I'm great, man. Great living a dream, man. Living the absolute dream. And that's good to hear. That's good to hear. We got Jay. Yeah. Pop, pop. What's going on? All right. Pop, pop. And we got Mike. Mike is always love, man. You know, I, always. Glad you hi there. Glad you hi there, America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you guys waited for me. I thank you guys. I'm sorry it took me so long to get here. I really do appreciate you guys waiting. Uh, we was talking about old man stuff, man, and talking yeah. about barbers and oh, I shampoo you. girls and stuff like bread. that. Yeah. No, yeah. Yo, bread. Bar- barbers and French toast. Yeah, barbers, French toast, shampoo girls. Uh, so let's um, let's get right into it. Robert was not here last week, but he wanted. We want to hear from Robert. You know, he's very articulate with uh, things, especially when he doesn't like them. So let's uh, <laughs> let, uh, let's, uh, let's uh, let Robert talk about She Hulk. It's so unfortunate too, because I liked She Hulk up until that last episode, and it. Reminds me, because I, I made this statement before, when I watched season three of Star Trek Discovery, it was really creative, very good. Um, it was the future of the Federation and blah, blah, blah. Everything went all the way until the revelation on what caused the big thing to happen. And then it ruined the entire, I will never watch season three of Discovery. It the You can't even look back because you know what happened. Yep. And it's so absurd and so stupid. And this is so un-Star Trek that it ruined. And then... You, the same here. Like, what was the point of She-Hulk at this point? Yeah. Just see some some mediocre uh, a lawyer and her and her selfishness and sex life, and <laughs> that's about that's about it. We don't get any kind of resolution. She can't be any in any movies. Even the Feige bot said that. 
Oh yeah. So I because I mean I, I proposed the question that okay, what if she was in Endgame and she's like, hey, I don't like this outcome. I'm gonna jump through and I'm gonna punch Kevin Feige in the balls. I'm gonna take the Infinity Gauntlet and now I have it. <laughs> hey, look, <laughs> the MCU is saved. Was she supposed to be the best lawyer? Uh oh. Don't just stop, Jay. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> was she? I, she wasn't, in my opinion, she was not supposed to be the best lawyer. She was. They yes. kind of had her on track as a rising star at the very beginning of the show. Thank so you, yes, Rob. she was Thank moving you, her way up. Thank you, Rob. But no, not she was not on the pedestal of being the best lawyer for sure. Like, like you guys said, Matt Murdock wiped the floor up with her. Yes, she, but it's her yeah. show. Shows no, no, no. Put that put that comment right back in your pocket, pop pop. Matt Murdock is the best uh, lawyer at his show. What about um? I think he still lost a couple cases. Now, what, uh, yeah. What about the that's why he fought all the time. Lose, no, no, no. What, uh, what about the woman in uh, Jessica Jones, the one that was the, she was doing errands for? Like she was supposed to be a good lawyer. Like, oh yeah, uh, what's her name? I can't uh, think of her name. Hellcat. I think was it her? Was it Hellcat? No, the um, Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah, Trinity. Oh yes, Trinity. I forget her. I forget her character's name. But yeah. She was supposed to be pretty good. I don't know if they went head to head though. She had, yeah. I mean, Matt Murdock is is a basically a street level lawyer. He still wears, you know, the J.C. Penney suits. He ain't big time. He's good, but, but he, he wins. He mo- could he, be big time if he wanted to be. He chooses not to be. But uh, they, they, what, what did they choose? They chose to be. Which one gets the most money? Prosecutors or defendant or uh, defense attorneys? Defense lawyers. Uh, yes, I think defense, they went. The, I think they. Did they go the other way? I, I remember him and Foggy having a, a conversation in law school about what they wanted to do with their firm, but I don't remember. That was so long ago. I think they did make that choice to kind of fight for the people, for the little guys. Yeah, yeah. for the little for, guy. the for the little for the little guys. Yeah, the ones who can't afford representation. Now, I, I do want to go back to to She-Hulk just really quick because I did see the pictures online afterwards about her breaking the wall and doing the extreme now like to me that further cements like like the the point that I had come to afterwards so marvel they they're all about giving us moments at this point they got to the moment the the, the fourth wall i have, i would have had no absolutely no problem with that what she did in that last episode if she had done it in the previous episodes it was just so extreme for her to just suddenly do that at the end. And after reading and looking at a couple of scans over the week, she does do this. But she had not done it up until that point. It was so severe. I don't even know that's the right word. And it just totally it was, like it, it threw me off. It threw me off. And I didn't I just did not like the end. If she was doing this from the jump and she continued doing this throughout the whole series, there would be no complaint because this would have been established. And that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I got, I'm, I said, I'm not watching these shows anymore. And then somebody pointed out, uh, who, who pointed this out to me? I don't know who I was talking to this week. They're like, aren't you going to watch secret invasion? I'm like, fuck, you're right. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all right. Well, fuck. So I'll be there like for that. Jesus Christ. But I'm sorry, Rob. Go ahead. I, I was going to say it almost felt like 
like everybody knows everybody has seen Deadpool and we all know what he does. You know, he mm-hmm. has a, you know, a knowledge of everything outside of the, the fourth wall, but it was almost like they were using she Hulk to kind of one up him like, Oh, well she can actually interact outside of the, uh, the fourth wall. And that whole sequence actually reminded me of a, of a side story from blackest night when uh Superboy prime was actually exiled on his earth and, Yes. Similar to how he used to be able to watch the DC universe when he was in the pocket dimension with uh, the old Superman and Lex. This one, mm-hmm. he reads about the DC universe through comic books. And then when he didn't like how things went, he ended up getting a, a black, and actually I think he got a black and a red ring, and went into DC offices and were asking for like, what, what's happening next? What happened to my girlfriend? Because he wants to see what happens. Kind of like, it's a it's different, but it's kind of similar. To where they go to the heads, and they want to, they want things changed to their their specific. It's not exactly breaking the fourth wall, but it's it's pretty on the nose. Uh, hmm. I liked it. You heard it. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. It was it wasn't terrible to me, but then again, I eat tilapia, so mm. now that's mm. different. You just didn't know there. Like we looking out for. Know. Yeah, you just ain't know. <laughs> Like I said, I, I haven't had any <laughs> negative, uh, you know, interaction. Yeah, yeah, like if I wouldn't have seen the video, I would still be eating it now and sprinkling Mrs. Dash on there. You know, like I was saying before, getting fancy with it. But after the video, I'm like, I'm out. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> it's enough tilapia for me. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, man. So, like, we. Do y'all want to do final grades for She-Hulk? We've all seen it. We didn't do that last week. Final grades mm, for the season. Final grades. Okay. No no percentages, no decimal points, no half. Yeah, let's do, let's do a report card here. Let's do a report card uh, style today. A, B, C? You get a A plus, A minus, or a regular A. You do it plus, minus, or nothing. So that's uh. how it'll work. So, Lou, you go first. Oh man. I want to give it a I want to give it a B. I want to give it a B. Yeah. I give it a B. We'll go with that. Alright. Who's in the cube to the right of you? Uh you. Oh, who's to the uh... <laughs> okay, Rick. <laughs> Rob, you go. What do you got? Um I'm gonna give it just a straight C. Um it had a lot going for it, but ultimately none of that led anywhere. So it kind of just leaves you wondering, why did I even watch this? Especially, mm. you know, that, that last episode, the CG looked better. But yes. why is it that, that the douchebag who stole her blood was like the best CG character <laughs> in the entire series? Why does his look so good? Even he looked better than Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. <laughs> oh gosh, no idea. That's, you have a point. And you it have did, a point. They it, spent all that money on him, but not on Scar's hairline. And you know, I think I figured out why her CG when she's interacting with other people looks just a little bit off to us. Because I think, I think her frame rate is a little bit slower than everybody else's. Like you're looking at her, and it. She's not quite moving as fast as like a person yeah, who's walking like next to her movement. because her, 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 yeah, her rendering is slightly slower and the eye can, is kind of, is trying to, to, to match the two, but it can't because one of them's artificial. Are they maybe mm. compensating? That's what compensating because it's like a height difference. Yeah. Like she's 
little tiny tiny. Right. But it's like it's like if you were to take a film reel of, of a regular person walking and that's at like 120 frames per second, and then you take hers and put it at like a hundred and then put them in the same thing, it would you would notice the one that's kind of not quite moving with mm-hmm. the exact amount of frames per as like the other person. It it's I don't know. It, it that's what I kind of thought it was, especially the scenes when she's walking in the in the the, the studio law firm next to her. Okay. Yeah. And, and and walking next to actual people. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that when she was walking down the sh- yeah, when she was walking through the parking lot and stuff like that. Like her feet were gliding. It's like you, Oh, so it's funny you mentioned that because that lot, like I, I I would bet money on it. I think that was the same lot from Roger Rabbit. That they uh, mm-hmm. it, it looked like the same damn lot when she walked from it's never mind, but I'm not even gonna try to like you know specify the exact scene and moment. But that looked like the Roger Rabbit like Acme Studios. Uh, hmm. I had to Google that. And that's what I got. Jay, you said A. All right, me A. Uh, you say I give it an A? Oh, that, all right. yeah. Uh, is this bizarre? <laughs> yes. I was trying to help yeah, okay. you out. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, I understand. I, let me see. I, I think I'll give it a. I'm gonna give it a D plus. Oh, damn! A D plus. That first episode totally it, it put me in the wrong frame of mind to watch the rest of the show. So by the time I started warming up to the show, the last episode happened, and it just took me right back to you know. Oh, so you were starting to like it, it at me. one point. I was starting to warm up to. To what's her name? What's the, the actress's name? Ta, uh, Ta, Tatiana Maslany. Maslany. Mm-hmm. I was starting to warm up to her because she's like, you know, she's super charismatic. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. She was probably the best part of the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, she's cool. Like I can, I can almost deal with this. And then that last episode happens, and I'm just like, nope, fuck you. Mm. This show sucks. So <laughs> D plus. It, it only stay, It only stays in the D range because of. Uh, the Masalani woman, she 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 uh, she gives it a, so, a barely passing grade. So Masalani keeps it in the D range. Yeah, in the D range. <laughs> uh, that was her whole goal the whole season. She keeps, she keeps the D. Uh, <laughs> oh shit, Mike. Um, I'm gonna go with a C. Just a straight C. Nothing. It wasn't spectacular. <laughs> it didn't blow me away. It was just a C. Um, the final episode didn't killed the show for me but it didn't help the show either so i'm gonna I'm I'm stick with the c uh, i got one question i didn't have a chance to look it up uh the guy hulk king wasn't that one of the twins from big daddy with adam sandler wasn't that one of them little boys growing up it was like one of them little was mm-hmm. it i know yeah. he was the guy in the new baywatch movie they got his dick stuck in a piece of wood oh, or something that was him <laughs> that's a good movie wow, that's a good man. movie i didn't ever i never saw that I think that was one of them twins, though. I think that was one of the. the That's a boys. terrible Google search. It just randomly popped up on, on another video I was watching. I was like, "Oh, hey, it's that guy." Yeah. Oh goodness! Wow. Okay. Yeah. He was. Okay. Uh, I'm. This is this is the Rock's Baywatch, right? Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's a, oh, it's okay. a good movie. Uh, I, I'm going to give it a C too. Also, um, like it was. It started here and then it, it leveled off again. Like I did not hate it. I was there. 
for Tatiana, you know, like I was there for her. And then the last episode happened. Uh, so I was upset last week. It's still better than Miss Marvel. I said last week Miss Marvel was better. <laughs> I was upset. No, it's still better. It's better than Miss Marvel. Get out of here! Uh, Get out of here. It is, you know. I, yeah. I guess I have no. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. I haven't even watched. Watch it yet. what Miss Marvel. I ain't messing around. Yeah, it's not for us. Too long to get there. You can watch the you can watch the recap on on YouTube. Get the same effect. I enjoyed it. I'm not going to go deep into it, but I enjoyed it. You'll get the gist when the Marvels come out. Yeah, Yeah. I'll be upset if Blue Marvel wasn't in there. Be be prepared to be pissed off. (laughs) You might as well go ahead and get mad now, then. Like, how you gonna have a show called the Marvels and not have one of the Marvels in it? You know that ain't gonna happen. Don't do that. Well, yeah. You're already gonna boycott. You're already gonna boycott. You know Wakanda there's, forever. There's Don't need to boycott. I'm boycotting at this point. <laughs> I'm boycotting all of Hollywood at this point. Shit. When they get all the Marvels on screen, you need to have Zachary Levy walking in the background. Yeah. Kind of you see like, here, like, pushing, <laughs> like pushing a grocery cart. Do 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 do. Just <laughs> hi, ladies. <laughs> exactly. Shit. I'll pay for that. What's up, Q? What else you got, man? So, I'm going to upset Mike here. Um, upset everybody, actually. Harrison Ford, uh, news came out that he was recast for Thunderbolt Ross because that role is just so important and had to be filled less than six months after... I'm sorry, what was the gentleman's name who passed away? Uh, William Hurt. After William Hurt passed away. But they got Indiana Jones in there to... Uh, to fill the role, like what do we, what do we think about, what do we think about this? Uh, they're gra- they're grasping. They're doing they're they're Harrison Ford falls within that demographic that they feel like, in my opinion, is going to revitalize the MCU. We all know Harrison Ford as being Indiana Jones, Han Solo, you know, pretty much it. That's what I, I think of him as both of those and. Putting him in Thunderbolt Ross is like, all right, these people know who he is. They're going to buy the tickets to watch him. The man is seriously aged. And I, and Rob brought up a topic earlier. We were just uh, going cold, Mike. How are they going to sustain this character? You know, is he, is, he a, is he a great actor? Yes, he is. But do I want him in the MCU? No. Period. I, I don't. He's just too, he's. Too old to sustain the character that we haven't seen yet, and if they go, if they put Red Hulk on the screen, they kill him off in like one movie. <laughs> that's just gonna piss piss, piss everybody off. Well, and and, and why not? They killed off Scar in half a second. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> this barber did that. So it's safe to say that they're they're going to do the some kind of Red Hulk action here. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna. I think he's gonna be a CG character after he's being introduced. Yeah, and after it, they established that they're. Uh, they're unwilling to uh, recast characters after their actors die, but you know. Why didn't they just bring back Sam Elliott? I mean, he was Thunderbolt Ross in the Ang Lee Hulk. That would have made just, sense, just right. just as a wink and a nod. They don't even have to acknowledge that that other movie existed. But you know, bring him. He's he looks a lot more like William Hurt than than Harrison Ford does, and I believe he's more of the same age as William was. Yeah, I, just, I don't. I'm not. I, I'm not happy with it. 
for sustainability if they want to continue to make this character. I mean, Red Hulk played a semi-important role. Not one of my favorite characters, you know. But still, I mean, for F's sake, Harrison Ford is, what, 80-something? <laughs> he got. He has to be 80-something. He has yeah, to be close to 80. You know? He's, he's, yeah, he's 80. Jeez. All right. Yeah, it was just, again, like the contradicting themselves. Like, we want T'Challa. We don't care. Thunderbolt Ross and whatever you know um so Lou we're gonna put Lou on the spot twice today tonight but we're gonna first lead off with a confession from Mr. Johnson he's never seen the Creed movie and Creed uh Creed 3 trailer dropped uh he's never seen one Creed movie nope Almost bought the game one time, but because ne- it was on PSVR, but I never bought it, never watched the movie. Now I'm gonna watch they're it. Excellent, you have to see them. Could yeah. definitely, right. uh, they're modern they're, they're classics, good, uh, you know. Yeah, okay. they hold up to Rocky. Like it, it's a good, uh, you know. They're remixes of Rocky, Rocky. Honestly, like the yeah. the first one. Did he win that fight? In the first one, he did when he didn't lose like Rocky did. Okay, so it was it was like the first one. The second one, of course, was Rocky Four. It was like a sequel to Rocky yeah. Four. Yeah, that's yeah. And this one, the third one looks kind of like he's his own man now. Well, it's like I was getting um, Rocky Five vibes when he had Tommy living Clubber. with him. Oh, Tommy, well, well, Clubber yeah. and Tommy because like they Tommy was living with him and then he turned on him. They just didn't have the official fight uh the police let rocky fight this guy in the street and i guess they decided at some point whoever loses the fight is going to jail and the winner can go Yo, while out in philly <laughs> yeah Yo, while out in philly man <laughs> so i like thought philly. florida was wild y'all are crazy that's wild west law right there it's, rocky five is like the low of the the franchise and i, I just wanted to like talk about rocky the series and creed with y'all just for like a little bit like i love those movies I can like if one comes on, I can watch them all straight through. Um, but you know, let's get your favorite Rocky movie, your least favorite Rocky movie, favorite moment. Uh, Lou, you seen the Rocky movies, uh, right? Yeah, I grew up watching those. My my father was and still is a huge fan of Rocky. It was always a great motivator. Um, I think what was the one where he fought uh, Dragoff? Uh, four was that four four mm-hmm. that's probably my favorite one because that's the one that res- that's that's the one that i remember the most mm-hmm. even though i saw all of them that's mm-hmm. the one where i actually started picking up on things and that was the one i remember him uh in the middle of the country running snow punching he was in a barn and doing all the mm-hmm. you know the sit-ups and all the rest of that shit mm-hmm. and then you saw it drag off in like his his state-of-the-art <laughs> You know, facility uh, where they were like he was. I think they cloned half of the uh, uh, shield <laughs> agents from him or something like that. I don't know, but it was great. I remember that more than anything else. And Rocky Four was just was it. I mean, it was a very uh, patriotic time in America. And then James Brown was also in that movie, wasn't yeah. he? Living in America. Living in America. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. James Brown. He always looked like he was sweating. Even no matter what he did. He was always sweating. He was, <laughs> he was always sweating. He was always moving. Shiniest knee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you watch the get was it get the the Chad Brosman movie when he played 
uh, James Brown, he was sweating the whole movie in that one, too. <laughs> I guess we can't have any James Brown movies either. No more James Brown movies. <laughs> Man, come on. No more Jackie Robinson movies either, right? Yeah. Sit down, Jay. Pop, pop. <laughs> Mad as hell. Uh, oh, man. Rocky Four. That was me. At least in the, the one you don't like, the one you don't have to ever see again? The one with uh, Tommy Guns in it. Yeah. That, was it Rocky Five? Yeah, that's a, that's a funny one. <laughs> that's a funny that, movie. It, it has one of the best speeches in movie history in that movie. It doesn't matter how you get knocked down. It's how you get back up. Life is hard and all the rest of that stuff, the way he was talking to his son, when Rocky was talking know. to his son. One of the best speeches ever. Oh, and um, uh, what was that, Balboa? That was, was that Balboa? Okay, yeah. Was that Balboa? Yeah, yeah that was Balboa. Yeah, was Balboa. yeah I was going to say in that the, was in Balboa. The, in the restaurant. Was that in the Oh, yeah, okay. Because he was, he was talking to his son. Punk- he was talking to his son on the street. Yeah. Is that who is that who was talking to? Milo, Vila, whatever. Yeah, that was uh, his son was acting like a, yeah, was being real mean to Rocky in that one for no reason. He okay. like 50 Cent son. Yeah, he was. He was. All right, then, then thank you for correcting me. But yes, the one the the Rocky that I lit like the least is with uh Tommy Guns in it. That was just a waste. I just thought it was it was terrible. And I remember I remember watching him um as a fighter and they mm-hmm. were trying to come and I hate to say it, they would they kept saying, Oh, this is the this is the white Mike Tyson. Yep. It's like he's built uh, he like got, Mike. He got, mm-hmm. he got but knocked he, out real in his first fight, did he? <laughs> He, he got handled, yeah. and they were like, "This is the white Mike Tyson." I was like, "No, it's not. It's a white dude that's built like Mike. That's what it is." And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying anything bad about race or anything like that, but you just can't hang that on somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mike, I can go on about Mike Tyson forever because I watched him fight my whole life, but putting that on him and then putting him in a movie is like psh, instant trash. Set that shit on fire. Tommy definitely had the look of someone who should be winning. And uh Yeah. Like he, yeah. Uh Rob, what you got? Don't say you've never seen Rocky. Uh okay, good. Rocky. I have seen uh, I think I've seen up to Rocky Four and I've seen Balboa. Uh, my my memory isn't as great. I know I really like the Rocky Four. That's the one that I always, if I remember anything about Rocky, it's from that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and Balboa, because I remember seeing that on, it was on Christmas morning in the theater. We went and saw it. Um, I think we were like the only people in there, but yeah, I, I don't, I, um, the character, I don't know. He's, he's interesting, I guess maybe because I, I, I'm not from, you know, where you guys are. You guys live in Philly, you know, kind of the, how, what he, he grew up with and, and where he grew up and, but the fights were always very fun to watch. <laughs> they, the, all of them were. You even now, you you watch me like, okay, I know this is you know this is like WWE stuff right here. With this is all camera angles, but the fighting in it is is better than you see in a lot of other movies. Mm-hmm. Like even up to the um, there was I have it right here. Uh, the it's called Warrior. It was basically an MMA with an MMA. That movie was was excellent. Yeah, was that they, 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 That was um, what's the guy's name? That was the one where it was the two brothers, right? Yeah, the two brothers and what's that guy's and, name? What is his name? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hardy. Yes, yeah, yeah. Tom, Hardy. Tom Hardy was jacked. <laughs> he was ripped in that movie, but the they they had some pretty good choreography of their fighting and everything in there, but it didn't look too real. I, I thought it looked a little, you know, a little 
like like a dance routine. It didn't look like a like a fight like they did in in Rocky, where Rocky is just blocking every punch with his face. <laughs> the, <laughs> the guy was a tank. Yeah, and the, the good news, like I, the, I think the the fight choreography changed going into Balboa and into the Creed movies because those those fights in those movies don't look the way they did in the early Rocky ones when he was leading with his face and everyone was connecting with haymakers and uppercuts and they were fighting for like 30 rounds. It was, uh, it kind of changed a little bit, but it's, they're still good. Did, now, did you see Creed, any of the Creed movies? I have not. Oh, no, I do need to see those. My goodness. Really? Come on guys. Jeez, you guys are missing out. Come on. All right. Homework. They're, they're, homework. You find oh, me what there. streaming service they're on and I'll I watch think, them. I, I, I think the first one for sure is on Amazon. I, All right. I, I think it's only, oh man, Jay, I'll watch are, Creed. You gotta watch them. They're good. Jay, what's? I'll watch Creed. Yeah, Creed is good, and they're remixes of the Rocky movies, and that's not a bad thing. I know it sounds bad, but it's it's his own thing. It's good, and they and they live up to the to the to the franchise. They're not they're not watered down. They're good. No, I actually consider them like sequels, not even a, okay. a different franchise because Rocky is prominent in the first and the second one and uh mm-hmm. there's history uh like so creed 2 is a direct sequel to rocky 4 and oh, okay so like the things because drago's in the, in the creed 2 with his son so oh. yeah he's in there and you see what so everybody knows what happened to rocky after rocky 4 like he was like the he was made. He was a legendary boxer. He went into Russia and he won. And, you know, like that was what happened to him in the public eye. And granted, he lost the money or whatever. But you get to see what happened to Ivan when he lost. And it was bad for him, too. So I'll say, All right. Yeah, so you, you get to see the other half. You get to see it ain't in well for Ivan after that. You see why he's been mad for like 30 years. Like he okay. he's been lurking in the shadows, but uh, Jay, what you what you got? I forgot what the question was. Uh, favorite Rocky movie. movie, least favorite moments. Favorite. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with the rest of you guys. I think it's gonna be Rocky Four, only because that's the one I think we're all in the same age range, so we're all like Rocky Four was probably the one where we were just really old enough to appreciate a lot of the the themes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In, in the Rocky movies. Um, yeah, I remember all the Rocky movies. I remember the first one, second one, third one, but the fourth one is probably when Creed dies, you're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's probably the most shocking moment. Like, you know, like. Yeah, that was, that was, that stuck with you. Because Creed was that dude. Yeah. That. He, like, two things with the Creed dying. One, like, he, he deserved that ass whooping. Like, he was go and. Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> he was go to Ivan the whole time. And two, Ivan should have been arrested because the the ref tried to stop him, and he's like, "No, I'm not done. Like, continue." Because that was supposed to be an exhibition yes. match, <laughs> right? Right? Yes, yes. All right, uh, Mike, what you got, buddy? All right, um, real quick, that wasn't one of the twins to make that. It was somebody else. I just want okay. to add that real quick from the She Hope. Uh, but um, favorite Rocky movie? I'm gonna have to go with Rocky Three. Okay. Uh, Simply because Mr. Mm-hmm. T, Clubber yeah. Lang yeah. was the truth. Clubber Lang, Clubber Lang was, was the truth. Yeah. I really want, 
I would have loved to have seen a Clever Lang uh, Apollo mm. fight. Uh, yeah. I really would have loved to have seen that yeah. get down, but Clever talked a lot of trash. <laughs> yeah, he was talking to hyping, a woman. He was talking yeah. about, right, yeah. <laughs> My real man? Uh, he, Clever was... Say, say woman. Say woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clever was coming in strong. I was like, damn. And I'm a shit talker. And I was like, this dude here. He was talking all kind of shit. Yeah. He wrote a check for that ass So Club of Lang was I, no I, I got to go with that. Oh, that's yeah, great. Yeah, Club of Lang wasn't no joke. Yeah, that's great. Club, Club of was no joke. Yeah. And, and as far as the least favorite moment, I, I got to go with, um, yeah, probably the one Rocky Five or whatever, four with, uh, not five, with uh, Tommy mm-hmm. Gunn. That was. Yeah, but the the speech was in uh, Balboa. That's what he was talking to his grown son. He, he was talking not the the little kid in Rocky Four. We're talking to that guy, but uh, yeah, it was a yeah Rocky Five. It had to be because I just didn't like. By that time, it was all, it was almost a joke. Mm-hmm. The franchise, yeah, it was, you know, it, I, I, it was a, like a cash grab. Almost. I think a lot of people didn't like how it it the idea of him being broke, essentially yeah. like that. I, I, he mm-hmm. kind of bounced back in Balboa. Like you see, he was okay with mm-hmm. the restaurant and everything, but you know, it just went all downhill for that one. And you know, then he—it's funny because with with Rocky, you know, his intelligence was what Spike. You know, like and you know, at one point he couldn't read, and then he could read, and then in this one, like he had. Remember, remember, he was blind in one of his eyes in the second yeah. one, and then that went yeah. away, and. Then in five, uh, he had he had the brain damage and uh, like I don't know if it was like did he have cancer at one point? No, he didn't. Oh yes, that was in Creed. But let's not talk about that. Yeah. We don't. It's not. Oh, yeah, it's, sorry, it's sorry, not. Sorry. It's not like a big spoiler. But yeah, he he was sick. Yeah. But uh, damn it, Jay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, hold, hold on. Let me get uh, one uh-huh. one point. Um, another best moment. It was in Creed, but this ain't really a spoiler. Um. It's not about the story. There was one scene in Creed that I thought was so awesome, and it was in Creed 2. I saw both of Creed's. It was when Brigitte showed up. Who? You had uh, seen oh. Brigitte look like Brigitte. You hadn't seen her look like Brigitte in years. Oh, Yee. Brigitte Nielsen? So, yeah, oh. you saw her with Flavor Flav. You saw her do this and that on the surreal life. You hadn't seen Brigitte look like Brigitte Nielsen in years. <laughs> they, they pulled her in. But when they showed Brigitte, you were like that's goddamn Brigitte Nielsen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Brigitte. She was she showed up and had like three seconds, but damn it, she stole them three seconds. She was Brigitte Nielsen in them three seconds. Man, I, that was my favorite part. Not my favorite part. That was a great part of that movie for me. Yeah, I got a question. Mm-hmm. I got a question. Q. Yeah, how geographically accurate is Rocky and all the movies that like Rocky and then Creed? Also, how geographically accurate is it? To Philadelphia, because I know you guys have a have a history of movies, especially with the Rocky franchise. Because I know so you made a joke about somebody, you know, some movies in Philly. Six cents yeah. chopped up Philadelphia. Yeah, it, yeah, that's a good question. Boy Meets, yeah, Boy Meets World. World does too. Um, that's kind of accurate. <laughs> probably, the, the neighborhood he was in, he, he was he was running through South. He was running through South Philly, and then he ran up the state. Like now, that. see, I took I took that as he ran. All that legit, like they didn't. It wasn't because that's a. Long it way. is a long way where that he was running. Um, that's a good question, Lou. Because um, you don't really see him running up like Broad Street. No, he was in, uh, in what's the district with the 
when all the the, 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 the fish it, yeah over, the, that would be is that the Italian the fish Italian market? fish market and that's off yeah. of Washington Ave yeah you gotta go way you gotta go way down Broad Street for that yeah, it's down Broad Street down that way <laughs> like. <laughs> Like he could do it if he was training. Like I could see like a boxer like possibly running that, but somebody's picking me up and driving me home, right? Like it's not like I'm I'm running all the way from where I was to the art museum, and all the way back, all the way back. Hell no! Like somebody come and get me, like one way trip. I ran too right. far. Please help. I ran a long way. That's a yes. Point. It's a long way because he ran down. Um. Um. Uh, we're um uh, like the colonial right there, Mike. The, right there, by the Liberty right Bell, there, right there, right there, down there. there. What he's di- well, yeah. like he was in one of those parks. On like the he was all there. over the place. <laughs> he was like in North, Rocky South, Central. He ran to the Gallery Mall. Yeah, yeah, he was everywhere. <laughs> the Gallery Mall. Uh, that it's funny because when you look at that uh, those movies and you know speaking of locale and everything like. There's some ghosts in those pictures because some of those buildings are just not there anymore. And those neighborhoods do not look like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the fourth one, too. I, you know, I, I, I'm with y'all. Um, that was the one that was always on TV when I was, when the parents was like, oh, it's only a little bit of cursing on They can watch this movie. You know, like Rocky's one of those movies. And that, you know, the simple idea of like avenging your friend, like every time he's about to, um, but even before that, when he first cuts Ivan, when he hits him with the punch at the end of one of those rounds, it's like, yes. Like, it's like a surprise every time I watch it. Like, yeah, like, you know, go in. And uh, it was one of his better fights. Uh, and again, the low, the low, of course, was it was full. It was fine. Everybody can do it. I yeah. can do it. You can yeah. do it. Everybody can Rocky do it. Rocky goes into Russia, you know, in the 80s, beats down the champion, and then addresses the public and the president or whoever's in charge is over there. Like, you know what? This box is right. You know, it's world peace. <laughs> we're going to end this Yeah. Rocky, I, I, you got to pay attention to Rocky because he'll drop some jewels on you. You'd be like, you know what? Like, he's absolutely right. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm going to apply this in life and everything. I don't know who was writing the stuff <laughs> for him. These gems, I don't know if it was Stallone, but, like, he would drop something. Well, Stallone probably, yeah. Stallone's supposed to be a genius. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. And if he's writing it, like, yo, like, all that's bulletin board, like, put on your refrigerator before you walk out the door, you look at it. It's a morning affirmation right. stuff right like, there. let's. Do it. It's a bunch of bumper stickers coming right. out of his mouth. <laughs> and you talk about the the speech to his son. That's one of them. Like he he would say like simple stuff like because Paulie was a racist, and when he was out there and uh, <laughs> he was out there in California, <laughs> and Paulie's like, I don't want to be out here. Like you know these colored fighters or whatever. Da, da, da. He's like, I don't like oh, them. Shit. I don't like. Them. We gotta get out of here. Rocky looks at him and said, Well, maybe they don't like you, Paul. And he moved on. And it was the, yeah, and it was just like. It, Paul had to think about that. You know, stop being an asshole, Paul. <laughs> you know, like, it, it, would, it would just be, like, little simple stuff that he would say, and you're like, he's right. Y'all gonna have me watching all the Rocky movies and Creed's. Just watch Creed first. Watch Creed first. Watch Creed, first. Creed, first. Can I watch Creed yeah, for sure? Creed is... Okay. Yeah, I, I can't watch uh, Rocky, was it? 
four? I can't watch Apollo. That, that is I'm hard. Sorry. I can't go there. That. That's that's a hard hit. One that, that's hard. Because yeah, when he, when he hit the ground all slow motion. Yeah, about, like nah, <laughs> you, watch, you watch the towel fall. He, <laughs> right. I don't want to see he Apollo busted die. Apollo up so bad, and Apollo was just trying back. to sell the tickets. You know what I mean? Like when they were at it? the the press conference, and he was talking shit to him, and right before he left, he told Rocky it was good. Right? He was like, you know, yeah, you talked a lot, but yeah, it was good. He was like, good. You know, it was all about the show with him and That's and it. but when he came down with the glitter, the hat, dancing to James Brown, <laughs> I, I I was like, he is dying tonight. Like it was just like it was like no question. Like I'm going to kill this dude in here tonight. It's like uh, for, ex- for exhibition, he can't. Yeah, he he, he did, <laughs> and it was like you know I could have felt him out. Like I could have just like crippled him instead of killed him, but then. That, that, those movies are so funny because Apollo's in the ring dying, and Ivan's got the press conference going in the ring, talking about if he dies, he dies, and he's like, he dies, he's he right dies. there. Apollo's yeah. shaking on the He's right next to him. Oh man, Mike was accurate when he said he bounced off the mat. That is traumatic. Yeah, he did, man. and he did spasm. That was some ugly shit. Yeah, I don't own these guys. So. <laughs> Okay, so look, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you, like, now, now just imagine what they're gonna do with Black Panther. Yeah. See, I knew I knew there was a transition there. <laughs> they're they gonna have a whole funeral for a half hour of chat with. Me. I don't even want to know how he dies. It's gonna be like watching a horror movie. Like, like who's gonna? All right, we'll go to that. We'll get to that. But well, I'm gonna ask Mike a question. So, Optimus Prime death is like it's it's rated a ten. Oh, that's number one. Uh, you know, it's like ten on the emotions. Where is Creed dying? Because you sound upset right now. I would put Creed above Apollo, above uh, Optimus. What? So you, because Optimus wasn't my Optimus wasn't my cartoon death that really hit me. The one that really hit me was a Robotech. Big I was Brother about Boy. to say yeah. I, was, that was the one that really when he he was sitting there with his girl playing the guitar and fell in the ground dead because he got shot up. I was like, oh mm. no, <laughs> that hurt. Oh, no. Optimus went out like a champ, man. He just lost a fight. But you you weren't expecting Roy at all. He was good. He was playing a guitar and just <laughs> fell out. And wasn't this girl pregnant too? Yeah, I don't know if she was pregnant, but she was, you know, she was there with him just chilling and just ah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I won't, I won't, you weren't ready for that. You weren't ready for no, that. Optimus, at all. I was I was not ready for Optimus to I, I, when he went gray, I was like, Yeah. What? I cried with Optimus. <laughs> we was little yeah, kids. I cried with Optimus. What? Apollo did hurt though. Yeah. Uh, it did, yeah, but with Optimus, you still had with, with Optimus, you still had Hot Rod to blame. Thirty five years yeah, later, that's true. you had somebody to blame. Yeah. Well, they they they. Well, we're not going to talk about Creed no more. But they're going to talk about who was the blame for, uh, you know, Apollo dying and uh, the mm-hmm. second one. So Rob and like can't see a plan. Yeah, watch Creed. They, they, they good. It's right there. I wrote it down and circled it. Right good, good music too. Very good music in that. Well, too. it's it's good to hear that at least uh, they tried to film on location there, unlike Reno nine one one, that was definitely filmed in in California because we don't have palm trees here. <laughs> I, I would have had no idea if you wouldn't have said anything. The uh, the little interstitials with all downtown, that's all us. But every time you see somebody acting, there's there's they're not even close. There's no mountains. They have all the wrong trees. Everything's wrong. That's funny. <laughs> I love that show too. That show is hilarious. Reno is funny. <gasps> oh, the, the, the moment that the one that sticks out, they were chasing somebody across the state line, and they couldn't, they couldn't, uh, they couldn't pursue him because he just 
got over and he was like teasing them and they were like didn't he stop yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, the Duke's yeah, yeah, type of shit yeah <laughs> yeah I mean we're only 20 we're only 20 minutes away from California yeah oh gosh it is just too hot out there for me Whew. man it was it was like 80 degrees and it's supposed to snow tomorrow what are you serious yeah it takes a turn like like that here mother nature out there free basing cocaine and doing your weather is what she's doing. That's northeast God, too, man. though. Don't, don't you guys gotta like spray paint your grass and all that? Or you just have dirt lawns? I think they have. That's cool. Vegas. Oh, that's Vegas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were actually paying people to uh, zeroscape their. The city would pay them to have them zeroscape their lawns, like just with saving water. They have the pebbles, right? They got the the yeah yeah the D- DG yeah. Golly. Um, oh, all right. So. Before we get to Lou and Jay on the spot, a little DC news, James Gunn, uh, secret project, and we're just going to mention Ezra going to jail. Like, I don't know if we really want to, I could possibly <laughs> be going to jail for 26 years, and we don't need to go on that. Do y'all want to go into that? No. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that's maximum sentence. I, I, he, uh, and no celebrity has ever gotten maximum sentence, so. Is he celebrity level? Just what I'm saying. Man, he, I mean, he's getting the celebrity treatment though. He is. He should be WB is protecting him like he he owns their golden yes. goose, man. Yes. They must got a lot of faith in this Flash cool. movie because he well, is he getting this celebrity treatment. Yeah, he got. He, he knows that the bodies are buried. That's why he's getting this treatment. I think that's how it is. It, it, he knows who went to Weinstein. Uh, <laughs> Island. It might be like he's got what, the Weinstein uh, tapes. What Mike is saying, like they really need that <laughs> movie to come through, like. Like we need to put this movie out, and we'll see what happens. Uh, you notice, you notice the charges weren't brought up until after Black Adam dropped. Yeah, the the ball, <laughs> the ball's rolling now. <laughs> like, yeah, we can we can we can cut wait cut bait on this guy real quick. Yeah, recast on the way. Maybe Harrison Ford will be the flash. <laughs> I have an idea about how that Flash movie is going to go, but I need to see Black Adam first before I really know. Okay. Oh, dig it. Okay. Dig it. Uh, James Gunn, DC Project, Secret DC Project. We had some some hypothesis, some guests, anyone? Like, somebody mentioned, was it you, Lou? I think, I said Dead Man, the, the, the ex-acrobat that got shot. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've watched any of the DC animated the last one I remember seeing him in was uh, one of the Constantine Justice joints. Justice Dark, right? Yeah, that one. And he was sitting in the backseat of the Batmobile. And Batman was driving a ghost around, um, which I thought was kind of cool. But I think, I mean, it fits James James Gum James Gum <laughs> James Gunn's M.O. Um, to do something like that. And I think it'd be really cool because the character's pretty dope. I mean, it's not, he's, Gunn has a good way of turning, like, C-listers and D-listers into something big. Um, Guardians and then um, Suicide Squad. Mm. If he does right. it with... He, he can do this with Deadman. I mean, I think it'd be pretty cool. That's just mine. That's And yeah, I'm going to go with Deadman. I'm going to go with that one. Who, who was that? What was the character's name in uh, Suicide Squad? The the, the rat dude? Ver- weasel? Yeah. Weasel. Weasel. Yeah. What if, what if he does like a weasel movie? Oh, jeez. I mean, that's his brother. So <laughs> we could see it. That's James Gunn's brother. Yeah. Uh, so the, yeah, the the one who inherited the Mohawk from. Uh, oh, oh uh, man. From Yondu? Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, him. 
do we think he's going to do like something off the Suicide Squad? Like, is that like his his Jeez. corner or like uh, that might that might be his little uh, his little his corner? Niche. Yeah, as long as I mean, there's be... there's so many obscure characters that you can pull from in the DC lore. I mean, you can pull up like Ambush Bug, or you can pull up Batmite. <laughs> You know, there's so many just random things. That you what can, was you what was do. your suggestion? You mentioned something on Cole. Oh yeah, I, I was thinking of like a buddy cop with a booster gold and the the Ted Cord Blue Beetle. That, that would be because they could they could do a. It does. It, they those two characters wouldn't be as you know profane as Peacemaker, mm-hmm. but they could still have that kind of humor. The college lover humor. Um, you know. Booster is like a, a basically a con artist from the future who faked his way into having superpowers, and then <laughs> you got Ted Cord, a failing millionaire inventor, who's he. You know, I think he's always trying to fight off the lawyers from Wayne Tech buying him out. That that's a, I like that. So, what if I ask you? What if I change the question because uh, James did good in space, sort of speak, in Marvel. What if they sent him into space in DC? Would your answer? Uh, well, your answer would change. What would you think he would aim for? Like, if they're like, Ooh. you know, you got a room for all cosmic DC Ooh. landscape, and Ooh. we need to go in there and pick something and come out. Don't we can't use Green Lantern because they're already on something. But no, no, I already got it. I already got it. Let's hear it. Lobo. Mm. He would he would yeah. rock the shit out of Lobo. That's really good, and and I think that would be amazing. That was, that's oh my good. gosh! Let me write that down. Yeah, hopefully I'm right. I'd love to be right with that. I think he'd rock the shit That'd out of Lobo. Good. That's the main man. That's like yeah. yeah, that's money right there. Yeah, the main man from from comics and also from the DC animated uh, TV shows. Not the Lobo that they put out the remix Lobo from like two years ago. The Prince Lobo. The sh- oh my gosh, that was pure trash. He can, he might be able to do an Adam Strange too. Because mm. he's kind of one of those characters that's just kind out of out there. there. He shows yeah. up at some random space things every once in a while for no yeah. reason. I think like the last time I remember seeing him was during, uh, was it Infinite Crisis with the Rant Anagar War? The Hawk people versus the um, he was in um, the other space people. He was in the Justice League United team for a minute with um, Martian Manhunter, and he was there for a second. But I haven't seen him oh, since. M M would be a good one too. Martian, yeah, yeah. Wow, Mike, would you? Fi- for James Gunn um, I really don't have anybody honestly I was thinking about who I could go with I don't really um, I don't really see anybody that would that jumps out at me uh, somebody nah I couldn't who, think of anything I, I don't make, have any put, put James Gunn at the helm of a Guy Gardner solo film <laughs> <laughs> that was that this, was, this is by his secret project yeah, that, 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 yeah we're just speculating hell it could be Plastic Man who knows Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah, he would do would that go. he would definitely yeah. do that yeah. Yeah. yeah I could see that he would yeah. that's the only dope. thing that kind of popped in my mind is that that's a good one too Plastic Man is a super pervert yeah he is Robert briefed me Robert read me in on Plastic Man and I was like really this dude he, to get the same dude that changed himself to a car every Saturday morning. 
Uh, he would definitely get me too. Now. He's basically a god in DC. Yeah, that's what yeah. that's the word. He's potentially a, the one of the most powerful characters. Yeah. 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 All right, that was a good. Uh, wait, did we? Jay, did you say something? Did you give us one? I didn't say anything, but there's. I think everybody's like pretty much said the best thing. So I like Luz. Uh, I'm rooting for that one. And I do like a plastic man. Just the who else? The, the guy Gardner. That would be hilarious. Uh, I picked up two Guy Gardner comics let, two weeks ago at the comic shop. Really? Yeah. It was like random. They were a dollar a piece. I was like, I'll take those. What, what about, uh, oh, what's the what's the teenagers from the future? Uh, the Legion? 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 The super group. The Legion. But I don't know if that would be, I don't know if that, that's funny enough for him or goofy there, Those characters, there are a couple of names on there, but they are... Not household names, like yeah, and their personalities yeah, change every, every single time means. that they're written. Yeah, uh, you could do whatever you want with it. I think the only one that people would be up in arms about would be uh, Karate Kid um, and yeah. Brainiac, and what's the the black guy, the Lightning? I can't think of his name. Oh yeah, what's that? What's that dude's name? Uh, See, we can't remember. This is why he'd be perfect for that. Like, we don't know. We don't know. We can't name them all. He could do whatever he wants with these characters. Yeah, and it's a shitload of them. So, yeah, Legion is one of those ones where the roster is always rotating because they're so far in the future that just anything that changes in the, you know, they'll 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 have their run and it'll be over. Then then two years later they'll come back with it. Something completely different because the landscape of the modern areas is is different. And they were missing after oh. Rebirth. I don't know if Manhattan did something to them. And, that was Manhattan, uh, yeah. Uh, the, but they came back after Rebirth. Though. They eventually they, came they back. Superboy, after Superboy aged up, then they came and got them. Them and the, J, the, the JSA, I think, came back eventually. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that part, the JSA. Part. Yeah, they were both they were both part of uh of Doomsday Clock and and Manhattan's little experiment. Okay. All right. It's time. Oh man. For Lou and Jay on the spot. So they saw Black Adam and we're going to talk about Black Adam, but we're not going to spoil Black Adam. What we're going to do now, I got a list of the phase four Marvel movies. And I'm going to bring it to Lou and Jay. They're going to tell me which one you would rather see. We're not spoiling black Adam. We just getting impressions here. All right. Okay. All right. Let's roll the wheel All right. here. Uh, who's the oldest <laughs> Lou or Jay? Oh, Jay. All right. Uh, well, I'm 46. Oh, I'm 46. Answer the prices right yeah, wheel yeah. sound. <laughs> All right. So, Black Adam. One dollar. Black Widow or Black Adam? Uh, Black Adam. Is it close? Black Adam. Is it close? It's yeah. to me personally. Yeah, because I like Widow. I like that movie. I it like was... the character. I like the MCU character, Black mm-hmm. Widow. I hate what they did with uh, Taskmaster. That just. Okay. Yeah, that was that was a terrible point, but I liked I like her character and I like the spy type of I like the fisticuffs that she had going on. I like mm-hmm. the action scenes and all the rest of that. She's a true fighter. Um but it's a close. I mean, I'm I'm not talking about within seconds close. Mm-hmm. I'm talking, you know, it's 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 close, but close. 
I, I'm going to say yeah. Black Adam too, and it's close for me. Um, and I like Black Widow. Um, but like y'all said, I, I didn't care for the Taskmaster remix there. All right, let's get the easy stuff out of the way. Uh, Black Adam or Eternals? Black Adam. Black, uh, hands down. All right. Hands down. All right, so we're gonna it's gonna get a little difficult here because we're going against nostalgia. Spider Man No Way Home or Black Adam. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. That was close. Oh fighting the nostalgia. Ooh. Oh man. I'm gonna have to go Spider Man, No Way Home. Um I I think it was I think it was written. If if you were to compare the apples and oranges of the two movies, I think that Spider Man No Way Home was handled better than Black Adam. Um, but yeah, well, yeah, I'm gonna stick with that. Spider Man No Way Home because of everything they put into it. You know, Black Adam is pretty much a jump off spot, and No Way Home was a landing pad. So, so uh, okay, all right, I'm gonna come back to to your answer, Jay. What you got? Uh, I, I think I might give Spider-Man a slight, slight edge. Is it slight for you too, Lou? Yeah, yeah. It, it's maybe if if it was ten ticks, it's probably two ticks behind. You know, now not too far. to com- to compare this musically. Now this may be it might be even after all because both of them had features. You know, other heroes next to the namesakes mm-hmm. did. Do the characters that are involved, the number of characters that are involved in Spider-Man, did, did, did that cause you to tip it towards that direction? Was it the seeing Toby and the other Spider-Mans? Like, I think it might be, for me, it might be the nostalgia. Yeah, the, the nostalgia edges it out for me. Like I said, Black Adam's a jump-off point, and you're pretty much getting new people, mm-hmm. new characters. With Spider-Man... You had, you know, what, 15, 20 years of Spider-Man on the screen. Exactly. And so that's what that's what gave it to me. And it was just like, ah. Uh, you had the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. Take it however you want to put you know, put it. And, and without any spoilers, there's a, there's a couple things with Black Adam as far as pacing that I think bring Spider-Man a, 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 just a notch above it. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I can't answer that this one right now because it's close. I think I had problems with Spider-Man's story, but mm. there were there like there were some good spots in there. Um, am I allowed to do tie? Can I do a tie? I'm gonna do it. if if I give you an option yeah, to tie, yeah. would you guys select the that? NFL? Can I, do I was, it. You I can was do it. close to a tie. I was close to a tie. You don't want yeah. no tie. All right, Let's, we're going to overtime. I'll come back to that one. I'll come back. All right. So now that the easy ones are going, I'm going to save the hard one for the last one. Um, Doctor Strange or Black Adam? Which one? Oh, Multiverse. Oh, oh, Multiverse? I'm going to go Black Adam. I'm going to go Adam on that one, too. Because there were some parts about Strange that just didn't set right with me. And yeah. I'm going that way, too. all right, it's, it's going to get harder. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm saying that for one of y'all decided to. Uh, th- we're going to get the, the rest of this garbage out. I, I missed this one. 
Thor, Love and Thunder, or Black Adam? Black Adam. Uh, oh, Black Adam. yeah, Black Adam, hands down, period. Love and Blunder. Now, is it close or is it gaps? Like, uh, it's, 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 it's huge. So, what, yeah. with no spoilers, is you say Bolt versus, versus anybody else? Yeah. As you saying Bolt versus me. Yeah. <laughs> so, what made the big difference? Was it story? Was it story or story? Now, the caveat it. with me is I still haven't seen Love and Thunder. Ah, uh, okay. Well, and, and my feelings on Love and Thunder could not be stronger, and I haven't seen okay. it. Okay, so it doesn't it, matter. It, it was it doesn't matter with me. <laughs> it was it was complete. It was complete story. Okay. Um, direction. I just I don't like. I had the same conversation a few days ago. Taika Waititi helped bury Thor. In obscurity, into into frat boy, into into the eternal frat boy, and he did it. Two movies in a row, he did it, and that's the part that kills me. Thor, you've said it. The panel said it. Thor is one of the most badass characters ever to hit print, and Watiti turned him to turned him to an idiot, and that that pisses me off, you know. So. That was it. I mean, the direction of the whole movie and, and then the way the story was laid out. It's dumb. So Yeah, you just you guys were talking last week about the uh the Civil War I think it was Civil War, right? The righteous beatdown mm-hmm. of Iron Man that mm-hmm. that he gave him. And you just read that and you're reminded that this is the this is Thor. This is his actual character. Mm-hmm. This is who he is. Mm-hmm. And this is him trying to be calm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's not throwing jokes. Right. He's not riding a goat around. Yeah, he's beating the shit out of Tony because he did him dirty. He's giving he, everybody he, he, all the, the smoke. His, his goats are badass in the comic, like Tooth Nasher or Tooth. Yeah, but they jokes. play their role. They don't do yeah. shit. They don't do shit. They he eats them whenever they whenever he gets hungry, and then they regenerate. <laughs> so that's their role. They don't ah, they don't do that shit in the books. No, sorry. Go ahead, man. That's all right. It's all right. So now it's the heavyweight contender of Phase Four. I think this was the best movie. Shang Chi or Ooh. Black Adam? Yeah, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Period. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not sorry. But that's just me. I think Shang Chi. Uh, Shang Chi. <laughs> he, he, it was good. Black Adam was Black Adam was bouncing off the mat like uh, <laughs> like, like Apollo did so in this fight. It's, it's a big gap for you. For me personally, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I might still. Uh, I might get into Black Adam just because they were calling it Shang Chi. Jesus, that Shang Chi bullshit is annoying. To I am. Uh, uh, I, I, it's I, not really, and it's not really Shang Chi. Like, like Shang Chi is the master of kung fu, not Goku. Like, now I still like. I like the movie. I, I love Goku-like. the Shang Chi movie, so I'm not hating on it. But he's definitely not Shang Chi. So who is his dad? Krillin? He had to be. <laughs> had Android 18 or something. Because are you, are my... you just saying that they took maybe a little too many liberties with his character yeah. in that yeah. movie? Because I'm, I'm expecting a kung fu movie, not like... It was a kung fu movie with great special effects. That's it that's it. Drag- it was Dragon Ball. Until the green screen battle at the end, yeah. yeah. I thought that yeah, battle yeah, was okay. Well, the ulti- I thought the battle was great. That, none of it was whack. It okay. wasn't whack. It just wasn't Shang Chi. Like I'm expecting, like Enter the Dragon, not like, you know, what I mean, like whatever. What, what what would be the equivalent of like a 
mystical kung fu movie, The Matrix or something. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I can't think of anything. Like a crouching tiger or something. Yeah, it's not. It's even Big Trouble, Little tiger. China. Yeah. That's a good movie. <laughs> That's a good uh, movie, movie too. <laughs> uh, I want to say, uh, for gut reaction is saying Shang Chi for me, and it's close. Uh, it's close. And yeah, like, that Shang Chi actually ranks ahead of Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah, it, it's definitely. Mm, I, can see mm-hmm. I can see that. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead, Mike. Really? Chime in. Mm-mm, no, I can't oh, do that. Let's yeah. hear it. I, mm-hmm. I'll put Chang Chi over the first hour of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. That first hour of No Way Home was rough. And as soon as I got two extra Spider-Man, I was in hog heaven. I can't put <laughs> Chang Chi over that. I'm sorry, where did, I can't. Where did No Way Home it, turn it, for you exactly? When it, it, one hour, one no minute, Way Home got interesting for me. I can't give you the exact second, <laughs> but when 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 you got um. Uh, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man guy. I can't think of his name. Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Garfield. When Garfield showed up, that's when I got excited. And then when uh, Toby walked in, I was sold. It was it was A-plus for me. Now, the first half, I can't remember anything about it. I can't remember not nothing about the first half of No Way Home. But from that point on, man, it so was the, perfect. So the movie started yeah. at that moment for you. You woke you For me, you right up. now, yeah. If, if I, okay. Yeah, it wasn't. If I had to watch it now. I'm fast forwarding to that part. It wasn't when it, uh, when yeah. Defoe was ragdolling Tom Holland that, through the yeah, freaking co- pretty, apartment complex. Oh my god, he <laughs> beat the boots off his ass. It was all right, but like I say, if I didn't, I, the whole time I was just looking like, well, I need some more Spider Man. I need another Spider Man. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. We, we, we were speculating, but we weren't sure what was going to happen. So, yeah. I can't put Shang Chi over that. Not at all. That, yeah, you're oh, making a good. Um, you're making a make a valid point. Yeah, yeah. I would put Spider Man over Shang Chi too, but not like by a large margin. Why would you put it over Shang Chi? It's the. Um, I think it's what you guys are saying that it's it's a bit too much derivative of of Black Panther. A lot of it is very similar. And mm-hmm. Black Panther did it so well, and like, and this is like a you know, this is the 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 Asian version of Black Panther. A lot of it very that. similar, mystical realms, and and, and you know, a child out of uh, out of royalty, you know, trying to hide or, or you know, all that stuff. But the uh, I, I I'm trying not I'm trying to keep nostalgia out of it because I know that's a huge factor with the Spider Man film. But it's still I, I I just watched that the other day. And when all the Spider-Mans are talking about their, their Aunt Mays and Uncle Ben moments, I mean, I can't help but tear up right then. And that's this that Marvel movie is like one of the only ones that really hits me like that. Yeah. And I'm not normally a very emotional person like that. No, you're that, not. You know, Never. it gets me. It gets me like that. <laughs> so you're, you're absolutely right with the emotional aspect of Spider-Man. I think that even goes back to the Tobey and Garfield movies. Uh, they were... Like Spider-Man's life is always like, you know, separating the separation between Peter and Spider-Man. is so thin and it causes people to die because of it. Uh, Yeah. But for me, like I'm going to say Shang-Chi over Spider-Man. There's so many issues I have with Spider-Man with the story. The story pisses me off every time I watch it. And like, I, I, again, like I'm, I may be being a stickler, <laughs> but like the shit has got to make sense. Like one plus one does not equal three. All right. So like 
Doctor Strange, the you know, the guy is watching over everything. Teenager shows up at his door. I need you to wipe off the memories of everybody because my identity's been exposed. Guess what? Tough luck, man. Like this is part Bloop, uh, like this is this is like the risk of being a hero. Like I'm not doing that. Like I'm not doing that. And then Spider-Man beat him in the the dark realm or whatever. Oh my god, that's so annoying that that happened to Doctor Strange. Oh, in the mirror, the uh, mirror realm, yeah. Doctor Strange fought tooth and nail against Thanos on uh, was on Titan, and like that. Apparently, that's his apex because like he's never come close to that level of the display of power. Like I was bothered by that, and that all that's in the first hour that Mike is talking about, uh, as far as. Marvel, I keep saying this, they, they, they get you to these moments and they're they're perfect. The moments are great, but they kind of cheat to get there. And like, yeah. it's like, hey, we delivered it. And it's like, oh, okay. But you almost feel like you got cheated or you're like, hey, well, how did I end up here? Type moments. And that's how I felt about Spider-Man. And I, I, I've only watched that movie. I've tried, I tried to watch it twice. I fell asleep the second time. Like Shang-Chi, I think, was... That's the perfect balance with Marvel and Disney. Disney, I'm saying Disney because I need someone to blame. Someone like the humor and the action was there. The story was passable. I don't have a lot of connection to this character, so I couldn't really be as, uh, uh, I'm going to say offended as, you know, Jay was with some of the things, but. Like straight through, I can watch that movie. I've watched that movie like three or four times, and like don't really have an issue with it. Um, but yeah, those were definitely, I think, Shang Chi, Spider Man, and Black Widow. Despite the Taskmaster thing, were the, the top three movies, and it'll probably change when Wakanda Forever drops. So, like, I guess to sum it up, Lou and Jay, Black Adam, pretty good movie yeah uh, damn good movie it's, yeah it's superior to, to marvel phase four most of it M- most yeah. of it i mean yeah. you, you know you add as a whole out, yeah as yeah well. agreed on, i just on level you know, or surpasses uh yeah i think it's a great jump off point i think this is uh this is what they need step in the right, right direction they need positive yes buzz. i think yeah it's not it's not they're not trying to copy marvel like there was a Shit, Couple no. points where they tried to make little jokes, but it wasn't like as heavy handed as Marvel. Yeah, it's, I was telling Quincy and Rob earlier during a cold mic. I was saying that my wife, my wife and I went to go see it last night, and she made a great point. She said Marvel has got to the point where they're making movies that happen to have heroes in it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this movie is a movie. Is a comic book put on screen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, and and I was flabbergasted eating a hamburger. She was, I was like, that's that's nail on that's nail on the head. That's nail on the head. That's pretty accurate. And I, I was talking to my brother today, and he just really just feels like they're just really comfortable right now. And Marvel, that is, and mm-hmm. he, he, he he the way he feels right now, and he's not even like a DC guy, he, like. But he's like, he feels when he's watching these, Marvel is saying, you're going to put out whatever I put out anyway. Why do I need to? That's how he felt. Now, uh, 
I, I meant to look up the definition of alternative because I wanted to, to read that out loud because that's what DC is. All right. Like, so Marvel fans going to a DC movie, you cannot go there expecting to see a Marvel movie. Right. It's two different publishers, exactly. it's two different companies. And honestly, the, those are the people that IGN sent to go watch the movie, were the people I, expecting. I, I'm let, and, they, and they have two different philosophies on how to get the characters. It's very, very different philosophies. And DC, because their characters are so larger than life, like a lot of their stuff is a challenge to put on screen. You know, like a lot of their stuff is because their world isn't the same as our world or Marvel. They have cities in DC that don't exist anywhere else. They have different situations, right. politics, just different situations. Um, but this is... And a Felicity Smoke. Anyway. <laughs> uh, hey, you already got your Felicity post for the week. Stop that. The only, the only, you know, only thing that makes me feel better is that in these infinite worlds in DC, somewhere she's dead. Okay. All right. Somewhere she died. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's it's gotta be an alternative. Like in, I, I said this last week, like I'm, I'm not going to like be the guy who's going to, you know, if you post something about Disney plus, I'm not going to show up on the post and tell you it sucks. Hey, that's for you. Right. That, that's that's my <laughs> other, yeah, other people do that. And like, I'll, I'll, I'm going to take my own advice. If you don't like something, uh, then don't then don't watch it. Just, yeah, eat but it. at the yeah. same time, someone reminded me I do want to watch Secret Invasion, and I do want to see how they ruin that. Uh, but you know, <laughs> you you want the, if you're a Marvel fan, you want DC to do well. If you're yeah. a DC fan, you want to you know you want Marvel to do well continue to do well to put pressure to put out a product now like yeah Wayne has you know he's found a platform he, he could be on to something because you know he could be the savior or whatever like rock is successful like that's bottom line in this hollywood world in his life the fact that he went over some people's head to give the fans what they want that's all i want to say about that like that's that's gutsy that's great, and like, if you're a DC that, fan, that's what was needed. Yeah, if you're a DC fan, you like you're you're happy about that. That there's a voice in the room right now that has an idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want DC movies to be like Marvel, and you don't want them to all. You don't want all all the same thing. You want alternative. You want alternative. Yeah, yeah. Like you had the ju- I agree. The juice, the juice. Well, yeah, because the, the juice boxes and cotton candy, like, is, is on the left. And if you want, like, you know, some comic accurate, some some uh, some tense moments, some you know, comic book movies, then go to the right. All right, like, and there'll be stuff yeah. in the middle, and mm-hmm. but let the people enjoy what they want. If you want to enjoy DC movies, let the DC people, let the comic book fans enjoy the DC movies, and like at the same time, if you want the I'm not going to even want to say cotton candy again because I'm being condescending. But if you want the Marvel, the lighthearted, funny stuff, like enjoy the ride, right? Like, yeah. have at it. Yeah, competition breeds innovation. Exactly. It's yeah. good to have DC finally back in the game because you can tell on some of those movies that that Marvel was just shoveling shit and just kept doing it because we were eating it up. 
you know, like tilapia. <laughs> there you go. We're back on tilapia. <laughs> Get salmon instead. Perfect. Perfect. perfect All things secular. <laughs> so, uh, Lou, you actually. The circle is complete. It is. You actually reminded uh, reminded me of. Uh, I was uh, I was about to read right over this. So we're can we talk about movie critics and the fan disconnect when talking oh. about these these movies? Uh, yes. So the latest example or piece of evidence is uh, Black Adam. Black Adam right now, like I think uh, Thursday it was at like forty four percent Rotten Tomato. They told you it was a steaming pile of shit and then the fans went out and set 90 is at 90 right now i think 88 90 let's just say 90 that's like 50 percent let's just say 50 yeah. percent difference like why do you think why do you guys and we're gonna start with mike because like he looks mm-hmm. yeah we gotta get we gotta get some energy yeah uh gotta gotta wake yeah, him up yeah i'm, I'm, I'm passing the ball some get Joe some Cooley. shots off there buddy uh, oh, 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 Mike making fun of Pop Pop all the time. We gotta wake <laughs> Uncle up over there. Why do you think there's such a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think the critics can't get this right? And they don't just do this with DC movies, even though it appears. They do it with Marvel projects, too. Um, some they love more than others, but they kill their, those movies, too. Why do you think they're. they're struggling and having a challenge like rating these these movies and uh mike let's talk dc the, movies in general just movies, all period uh, because that's a- um i get what you're saying i think right now i think in general people just want to hate even critics i think uh it, it's popular right now to to get attention you know and i think that's a lot of what's going on um I think people had their mind made up they were going to hate this movie, critics or whoever, even before they saw this movie. You know, and this is going to be terrible. And even, even before they Why saw Why do you it. think that, though? Because I, 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 but I'm going to ask okay. you that, and then I'm going to ask you a follow up question, and I want to see what you say. But I, I think because people like right now, in general, um, I don't know much about critics, but just people just want to hate something. And, and I think everybody so far, uh, um, Maybe they're just clumping it all together. Uh, the Marvel, DC comics. I think maybe they, they, they could be a burnout of people getting tired of, of superhero stuff. There could be. It could be backlash because uh, you know it was so popular for so long, and people could just be. Some people could just be tired of it. Unlike people like us who've been waiting. I've been waiting for this my life. I'm not tired of it. Uh, I don't think we need any uh, a reboot or anything. I just. I think people just. I don't know. They just want to be different and you just kind of want to just hate things. Do so you think they're sending the right people to these things? Like, do you think these people that are reviewing... Well, you know what? Let's save that for everyone after we get the answers. Uh, Jay. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Was, it's uh, alright. It's getting late. I was yeah. reading something about muscle growth. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeez. let's see. Uh, I think, uh, you know, people... Uh, we're like kind of like uh, in our own separate camps now. Like, you know, you have the Marvel camp, you have the DC camp, and the two don't seem like they want to combine or cross sections or you know talk to each other. So you got all the people who are just completely on the Marvel side, just hating on stuff. 
before they see it, before they get an ache on what it's about. They're just like, you know, this movie sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It's like, how do you know? You haven't seen it yet. I don't know. But I think that's just the train we're on right now. I don't think DC, for those people, I don't think DC can make a movie that they're going to like. Yeah. I think that's just where we're at. Uh, Rob, I was about to say Robert again. Rob. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. I answered everything. Um, I would say I, I personally think that it has become too easy for people to become film critics. Mm. Uh, I think half of these people are just internet bloggers. They did not go to, to, uh, to school. To, to learn how to become a film critic. They didn't take art history. They didn't, they don't know what the, the only thing that they're doing is comparing it to either what they like or what is popular. Mm-hmm. And that's those, that's Marvel yeah. movies right now. Exactly. Yeah. Those are the ones that make money. Those are the ones that specifically create movies for the most butts and seats. It doesn't yes. matter about the story. They just want to draw and get that money. And that's that's the end goal. They're not making art, which is a what movies are supposed to be. I'm not saying that DC's making art. <laughs> I'm just saying that this is what the critics are are thinking. They think that Marvel is art. The ones um, who I, I mean, I don't I don't know who these critics are and who's getting a rotten one or who's getting not. But I then my assumption would be that these are people who opened up a blog because they they watched a they watched a docu documentary on Siskel and Ebert. And now they think that they can be <laughs> critics. Lou, uh, yeah. Lou, what's on? What you think, man? Oh man. Um, they're not sending the right people. Um, I agree with Rob. Rob made a great point. Um, they go in there thinking they're comparing this to whatever they've seen before. Um, they're probably, they probably got a YouTube education off of it. Uh, to to become a critic and they they get on a critics list you know they make a list of people that they send the movies to rate these things they create this list there's tons of youtubers that do it they get free tickets and you know the semi-red carpet treatment all the rest of this shit um they're joe's just like you and i except for the fact that they went and pursued shit deeper than we did they go in there skewed um i agree with mike's point that people just want to hate they're they're they write their reviews they make these tweets and their tweets get retweeted or their tweets get um responses or anything they make them twitter famous for 15 20 minutes you know maybe a day or two people are out there talking about them publicity is publicity whether it's good or bad your name's out there willie lump lump tweeted out black adam sucks you know, gigantic donkey balls. And all of a sudden it gets retweeted and shared screenshot and all the rest of this shit. He's famous for a week. And now all of a sudden he's picked up a hundred thousand followers. That's what these people do. They go in there trying to compare apples to oranges. And Rob said it. Nobody's making art. DC's not making art movies. Marvel's not making art movies. But if you want to compare the two, you're going in there setting yourself up for failure or for disappointment. So, these people that are going in there, I respect them. They're human beings. I respect their opinions. But whenever you completely shat on something, and if you're not a comic fan or if you're not a person that's familiar with the genre and the media, then you're, you're for lack of better terms, you're fucking up. You know? You're giving the masses your opinion on something where you have no basis 
to base your opinion on. You have no ground to stand on. And yes, DC's fighting their way back out. Seven Bucks Production Company, the Rock Production Company, is doing their best to put this up on a higher pedestal and make it a better product than we've had in a while from DC. Um, but they're doing it wrong. These critics, they went in there, they were putting all this stuff at, what was it, Wednesday, when they first got to release, then the embargo was lifted, talking jazz about it. Man, these then the fans showed up, and the same fans... These fans have keyboards too. They have Twitter too. They have Rotten Tomato scores. They have all the same things these critics do. They're shutting them up, which I appreciate because they're like us. The people that showed up to the movies are like us. Quincy, Jay, and myself have seen the movie. Mike's going to go see it tomorrow. Um, no, Sunday. And Rob's going to see it on Sunday also. We're probably going to have roughly the same opinion. And so they're sitting on the wrong fucking people. Um, why? Probably because that's what they want to do. And they want to blow the internet up, and they're they're winning at that. They're blowing the internet up, and I'm sorry, but all these people don't have the. I mean, the critics and the and the people that are writing all this stuff do not have the same following as Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and the Rock is winning this competition hands down. So he's been bragging about this shit for years, and recently, you know, the past couple of weeks has been a media storm. So he's winning that. So I don't care what the fuck they say. It's it's he he made more money on a Thursday than he has in any movie that he's made. Thursday's money was more money than he ever made on a premiere in all the movies he's ever made, which speaks a lot. It's a good opportunity. And yeah, two follow-up things. Like I, I, I posted something uh, where he kind of pointed out the disconnect between uh, Dwayne, The Rock, uh, between yeah. uh, critics and the people. Um, and like... The movies are for the fans. You know, I think all everyone here is right. Um, and as comic book guys, which all of you are, when you're, because I think we, if we got hired at Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, we would ultimately give them uh, some credibility when rating movies. <laughs> like, what do you look for for a comic book movie? What makes it good for you? So when you're looking at this, what's the first like what what boxes are you looking to get checked off when you're like this is a great this is a great comic book movie. So mm-hmm. like Lou, like we'll go back the way we came. Lou, Rob, Jay, then then Mike, we got to get the mic quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, homecoming warm me out. Yes, looks mm. like it. And that chili sitting on you. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Is this damn monster <laughs> sitting on top of the chair? What makes <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh I think I mean, of course, first and foremost, accuracy. Um how they handle the character. Um, do I feel like the character on the screen is the same character from from the pages? And that's that's basically it it doesn't matter what the story is as long as you can convince me that the character you put in on the screen jibes with the with the paper you know what i mean or even the small screen or even whatever it is wherever the character showed up from make it accurate don't give me bullshit what you know what's the last inaccurate superhero you saw on screen where you was like this is like like where you were like this is fucking wrong 
uh, as much as I like the character. Like you threw the chair, the Hulk. The Hulk. Oh, the you're Hulk. mad with the Hulk right now. I'm mad. I'm mad with the way the transition from Ed Norton's Hulk to um, what's him name? showing up at the Penguin. So Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Mark so Ruffalo. he fell off a cliff yeah. after fighting the Abomination in Harlem uh, about ten years ago. So from yes. from there to him showing up at a a barbecue with a t shirt on with with a uh, it, yeah. <laughs> And his son with the bad haircut. Yes, that that's bullshit. Sound, I mean, the Hulk. It, it sounds worse. The Hulk was an absolute. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. No, you finish. <laughs> You're no, you fine. Finish. The Hulk was an absolute badass. He destroyed Harlem in a great fight with Abomination. He's one of the most badass characters. And right behind him is Thor. I mean, those two, the way that they've treated those guys, is terrible. The Hulk is supposed to, the the angrier he gets the worse he gets and the way that they've handled him. The only time that I really liked the Hulk 100%, the last time I liked him in the MCU was when the Avengers, when he was destroying Manhattan and blowing and just slamming into shit. Um, that was the best Hulk. A- after that, it was a nosedive. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the character that I hate right now. So what I was um, going to say is it, it sounds, it sounds horrible when you, say it out loud like that you know the first time i saw the hulk he was going toe-to-toe with the abomination and you know impressive street uh feats of strength and you know last time imagine like going to a coma after watching that movie and then waking up and then watching she hulk you're like like who was that like like that's what the, who was this the hulk, man yeah like what no that's not that's not the hulk. that's not my back hulk. into a like <laughs> back into a coma <laughs> exactly doc Put it in. I'm done. I'm, I can't mess it. It's y'all. that Simpsons meme and good night uh, flatline. <laughs> exactly. Rob, Rob, let, let's audible. We're going. We're going to Mike. We got to get some blood circulating. Go, go, Mike. All right. Repeat the question for me. One uh, more time. <laughs> what was the question? Oh, um, what what makes a comic book movie good for you? Yeah, for me, like what checks off all your boxes? Are you like um, this is this is a goddamn masterpiece? It doesn't. It just has to make sense, really. It just has to be good. It doesn't have to be common accurate to, mm-hmm. to to an extent. I don't need it to to be the exact same story. Sometimes you can improve on stories. Sometimes they can make necessary changes to the story. I, I can I can deal with mm-hmm. it as long as it makes sense. It, it it has to make sense and it has to translate well. It has it has to tell a good story. Um, action, I need action. Uh, I need some some good some good fight scenes, some good special effects. Uh, depends. Um, a little humor in there, not not much. Just a little, just interject some, just to sometimes lighten the mood because those things, comic movies, can get too deep and depressing sometimes. Um, but mainly just checks on my boxes is a good a good story a good solid story with just enough action uh and, and the changes they make need to make sense that that's my main thing like um in Ch- Chang whatever Chang Si uh whatever, that movie uh, the kung fu movie Ten Rings <laughs> that movie yeah you're all you're almost there yeah whatever you call it the the, the rings there you I, go. I like didn't. Man, they never had perfect rings the way they were. Yeah. Now you give them ten bracelets that they do different 
it's something totally different. You could just name mm-hmm. them something different. And uh, I wanted to see the rings, the actual Mandarin rings. Um, now you can't do that. That didn't make sense. Thank you, Iron Man 3. <laughs> and that guy keeps popping up. Randomly. Oh, yeah, I'm done. He can die, too. Um, yeah. yeah, he just pops yeah. up in church. He just, what the hell is he here for? <laughs> he sold you your chili tonight. <laughs> right. You know, he just randomly so, pops up. So, um, a quick follow-up question. What movie, what was the last movie that checked off all your boxes? The only movie that I can watch from any any company right now front to back over and over is black panther dig it i can i can that's like the only one that i can watch from front to back and be interested in some of them i can just put on for like noise just to have it on but if i'm actually going to watch it i can watch black panther from front to back uh in in, 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 is there anything specifically where you like you took out your your stamp and you're like approved this is official like what in that movie like sold it to mike forever uh okay. Africa. Wakanda. The 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 whole continent of, of Wakanda or country of Wakanda, the uh the drums when the um and it hasn't even do with anything to action. The how beautiful the colors were when they were doing the um the challenge scene when they were just sitting there and everybody was on the on the wall and the colors were just so beautiful and the different tribes and that. Uh, just Wakanda itself. It, now, so I, I will agree with you. You know, black folk, we were very happy around that time. We were, you know, like everybody was our mm-hmm. brother. Like, I have no numbers to support this. I feel like crime went down. Like, everybody was helping <laughs> each other, right? Like, you know, yeah, right. Felt good. You know, you like, like, hugging like each other. Up and family events. Like, did you see it? Like, you know, like everybody was feeling right. good. So, like, I get that. Like, you're absolutely right. Like, everybody was feeling good. Yeah. You know. It was a little, it was a little, little white kid when in the theater when we I, saw I, it. He had his little Black Panther suit on, and I was like, "This the little white kid dressed up as Black Panther. That's amazing!" I was there tearing up, and the movie ain't even started yet. Right. We sitting outside in a damn so, line. And now, and, you know, now they're gonna give us a funeral. <laughs> yeah. So and, you know, shut up, Jay. So Black Panther went beyond like critic scores, <laughs> but went to like cultural impact, like outside. Like yes, it, yes, definitely cultural impact. Yes. It's definitely cultural impact with Black Panther. It definitely and it, it did a lot for me. It it really did. And as far as part two goes, I think part two is gonna be good. And my team recast, hell yeah. But I do get understand the need to not having to give them everybody a break for this first movie. I do I do get it. But they, they need to hurry up and hurry make it fast. They're gonna have to recast them soon. All right. Uh okay, Jay. Uh what what checks off the boxes for you? What makes the comic book Ooh. movie Perfect or certified fresh, I should let's, say for you. <laughs> I mean, let's see, like stinky let's be cheese, real, like stinky cheese, stinky cheese. We gotta <laughs> have that stinky cheese. <laughs> well, what, what do we all like comic book movies or comic books for in general? Like, what separates them from just uh, reading? For book? me, good the super the superpowers. Yeah. Like, I need a good representation of these characters and their powers and mm-hmm. their abilities. Right, if you're not giving me that, then what's the point? I might as well just watch like Raising Arizona or well, something. You okay, I mean? so <laughs> what was the last character the diaper scene? What's the last character on film that did that for you? What's the last one that did that? You're like, that? this is perfect. I, I, I might want to be close to saying Black Adam. Mm. Yeah. 
Cause, cause he put it down in this movie. Yes, and that's one thing I'll give DC that Marvel hasn't done yet. They, well, they've done it a couple of times, but not to the level that DC does it. Is that they really represent their characters' power level? Like, like when you're watching the Justice League and you're watching suit, like they feel real power. So I, I Marvel, like Marvel doesn't really do you, that. You are correct. So like, we'll point to um, Superman versus Zod. They level the city. The yeah. fight with Doomsday uh, kind of come, you know, those are some of the things that pop up. And to lose point, you know, they nerfed the Hulk. They, like, I, I think I read it somewhere. They didn't know how to write a challenge for him. You know, he's been nerfed into the ground. Thor's been nerfed to a point. Uh, I can't think of any other characters. That kind of jump out. It's Thor. Thor pisses me off more Hulk. than Hulk, though. I can still deal with Hulk because personality issues, but Thor is damn disrespectful. Uh, they disrespectful. I, he's almost people. unforgivable right now. It's just like, come on, Marvel. What are you doing? So yeah. power levels, and is there anything else that I need? I need the action. action. You got what? What? With the powers come mm-hmm. action. <laughs> got to have that. Great powers come great you action. action. And I need to see something I haven't seen before. Like if you keep showing me the same thing over and over, I yeah. Are you more. talking? Like yeah. I lose interest in a lot of things if they just keep doing. Are the same you talking thing about scenes or a formula or formula scenes? Just action. Like if you keep showing me the same action sequences mm-hmm. over and over again, you got to do something creative. Like you can't like cut. Just show me like, like cut Sharon Carter in half is what you got to do. So <laughs> Black Adam's like fresh in your head. So what? Move, what power set or movie did it before Black Adam? What what movie did it? Before it's like Black Adam? Jay, go in the other room. Like you're in there for twelve hours. Take one movie in there with you. I can't say not can't that say movie, not that movie, Jay. I can't say Black Panther. That wouldn't take twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. Let's Justice League. Wait, wait, Justice which League one? Snyder Cut. <laughs> Snyder it would take twelve hours to watch it that. It takes twelve That's hours, but you twelve hours right? you can only watch that movie about three times. So, <laughs> I can't, I can't I, see that movie again. I, I watched that I movie like six times. Right? Uh, okay, Man, you might, yep, me too. You must be suffering from low T. You get tired too fast. <laughs> no, we, I mean we. <laughs> I, but I've never, I, I've, I've never been a fan of uh, what's his name, Snyder oh, really? in general. None of his movies have really blew me but away. Snyder's, really Snyder, the way he can. Frame a scene and frame action. It was like it's second to none. Like I mean, Watchmen is near perfect. Watchmen is a perfect movie. If you go through, if you go through all his movies, he has issues with pacing Mm -hmm. and storytelling. Mm -hmm. But if you just clip out all the visuals, they're all like the best comic book actors. And he's taking them from the frames in the comics. You can see like Like three hundred is is page for page from the comic. Yes. He's a master. And maybe guy. that's why Watchmen didn't do it for me because the Watchmen comic mm. didn't do it for me. Watchmen yeah. comic was dry. That comic is, is, taste, is man. yeah. And the movie was pretty much the same thing to me, except for uh, Rorschach in jail saying, "You know, I'm not in here with you. You are not with me. I'm mm-hmm. with y'all." Whatever he yeah. said, that was a highlight yeah, of the whole cool. damn movie for me. But even yeah, if you was. take like a Zack Snyder, like a what, what was the movie that was just a super letdown? Uh, Sucker uh, Punch. Sucker Punch. Justice Stop it! If you just take out the ad, like if you take out all like the insane asylum stuff and just focus on the Sucker action, Punch has great was visuals ridiculous. and action scenes, it's insane. Like if you take the three giant samurai that the chick was fighting, 
crazy. Did she have a gun? Was that the girl with a gun for a leg? No, that that was no, uh, no, that was one that was Grindhouse. Robert that's Ryan Grindhouse. Was, yeah, Sucker Punch was not. Yeah, Sucker Punch was not a good movie for the story, but the yeah the, story the visuals. It's a it's a it's a movie that you put on your resume and just see look at look at the camera angles and the visuals that I can do. Right. Don't don't worry about right. the story. Just look so, at all the cool like, stuff. I walked out of that movie mad. That's how like the story drives me crazy. Like uh I'm sorry, Robert, it's on you, buddy. Like what um what 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 makes a comic book movie good? What checks off the boxes for you? Mine are the same as Lou's and and um and Jay's. You need to, as long as they under the the director or whoever is doing it understands the character, like they're the character of the character. You know what drives them, understands what you know what they are. Um, you can change the their their origin stories. You know you can put them in a different setting, but as long as you understand the character and what they do, like Superman, he's the Boy Scout. That's something that's never going to change. He's always going to be the person who wants to help who's always going to go out of his way to save other people, even to the detriment of himself. You can put him, you can have him race anywhere else. And he always has that core to him. And like Jay said, understanding the powers is also very important because the one thing that pissed me off at the end of the justice league was when they had that race, (laughs) it's supposed to be a, fucking foot race why is superman flying i don't know if i've ever heard him say the f word before That's I, a, maybe not with as much Lou, emphasis Lou, but. Yeah, Lou, please make that the, uh, the, 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 the <laughs> it's going but yeah you look at okay you look at batman versus superman that had some issues but then from that movie on to the justice league with when joss whedon did it Batman is the comic relief now. You know, Batman is... He does not understand the characters. And that kind of inconsistency, especially if you're having sequels, is what what ruins comic book movies for me. They need to understand, you know, that they... they, These people have, like, 50 years of history and literature that you can read up on to understand their characters. You should not be messing it up like that. Nope. It's YouTube. You can watch YouTube. And and figure yeah. out the history of a character. That's but. the that's the first thing that will throw me off. And if they're doing things with powers that they don't actually have, like, um, was it was it Kitty Pride somehow can go to tra- transport your mind into the past oh, now? Damn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is that so? That's a power that she has all of a sudden for plot contrivance reasons. Yeah, okay. That was. Yeah, good but. call. Yeah, that kind of yeah. threw me out of that one as well. You know, crazy. Music. It just it just takes that much. And then a, a smaller thing is they just need to have a compelling villain. That seems to be a common problem both sides of the movies of having somebody that really motivates them to actually, you know, do their heroic stuff or actually have to cut loose and really have a nice action filled fight scene or something. Yeah. All right, so there's maybe like a handful on either side that have had good villains. All right. So, you know, this is coming. What movie did that for you? What was the last movie that did, they checked off the boxes for you. I mean, I said Watchmen earlier because they, they did really well with all of that. And I even like the ending better in the movie than it was in the comic. No. I've mentioned that before a few times. So no movie since then. Um, 
What year did that come out? That was 2009. Yeah. You know, the the run of the Snyder, if you get rid of the Justice League, they they were very consistent with all their characters. Even even uh, the first Wonder Woman movie, the Aquaman yeah. movie, they were all very consistent with their characters. We're not going to count Wonder Woman 84 right now. <laughs> yeah. That 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 one did, didn't work out. Um, it would probably have to be the Snyder Cut, I would say. It they utilized all their characters and their powers properly. Um, when Superman finally came out and then just just went to town on Steppenwolf, oh, it showed you, you know, this is this is why this is why they're afraid to mm. come to Earth. Point. Yeah. So, like, for me, it's always the source material, how it's translated. Mike is right where some characters, you have absolutely no issue with them taking some liberties, right? Because some origins need to be updated because some of these origins were written in the 60s and certain sciences or certain wars were happening at the time and things had had to be updated. And for me, it's translation from book to screen because everything can from the book cannot go to the screen. Like it's just an impossibility with certain things. But uh, powers are definitely part of it. Um, you know, we talked about Snyder. The Flash scene to me is one of the best. You know, Crazy Ezra. You know that was that was the Speed Force, right? You know, like we right. we had a couple seasons of. Uh, the WB um, Grant's Flash, who's had some feats with the Speed Force, but that uh, I can watch that over and over again. Um, that scene from uh, the Justice, the Justice League, uh, yeah, it was, was a great scene. scene. It was a great, great scene, and that that's the Speed Force. Um, but to me, it, it I think I forgot who said it. I think Rob, you said it. They understand the character like i see the characters and i see ideologies with certain characters batman for me like you know the jokes with prep time like you know i don't like those jokes but <laughs> bruce is he studies you know you know in life you want to be prepared you want to be prepared for anything you know especially we have some fathers here you want to be prepared for whatever to take care of your family um Sometimes you got to make the hard choices, you know. A la Batman. Batman is the ultimate uh, doomsday prepper. Right. You know, you want to be able to to plan certain things out. You can't plan everything, but you know, study. You want to succeed. You know, Green Lanterns. Any one of those. Like I didn't start reading Green Lantern until like two thousand eight, but like willpower. You know, their power. It's like thousands of lanterns, and they're all they have the same tool but it's really based on the willpower of how far they can go depending on who can do what and you know that's real life stuff applied you know stuff from comics that you can apply in real life there are a couple characters where i just see ideas but for me source material translation and of course story like if all if none of that is working especially the story like i can't you know, it's just not going to work. And for me, I go, I read comics to see good over evil. And, you know, in Philadelphia, you know, and, uh, you know, the city, 
you see city level crime stuff and that's why street level heroes always appeal more to me than a surfer or a superman like somebody is in the streets like actually taking care of problems that could affect me in real life you know like those guys resolve yeah. those issues like that that those stories appeal to me and uh but for me story again you know it really is what all you guys are saying you know it, like all those have to do that uh you know but for you personally, it's the ability to make the character relatable. Relatable to what the source material has shown from the character. I, uh, so yes, yeah. Because if this is, if I'm going in and I, I I have like an idea or you know some kind of familiarity with the character, I'm expecting something close to what I saw in the book. Liberties can be taken if it makes sense. Again, somebody said that. Uh, who said it as long as it makes sense? Mike, did you say that? It's Mike. Yeah, yeah if, if it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I had no problem with certain liberties if it makes sense. But cer- certain characters have been around so long, they have different, um, not variations, but they have different, um, what's the word? I'm, I can't even think of it now. Yes. Incarnations? You know, you can draw, like, Batman's one, you know, uh, you say Tony to a degree. Super, to yeah, a degree. Superman's kind of been like the same, but there are characters out there who have changed over the years. And iterations, you know, like if one of those shows up, like, okay, they're pulling from this run or they're pulling from this run. Like, like I've seen this before, like that's cool. But that that's what, that's what does it to me and for me. And uh, right now, um, the thing that really turns me off right now is just oversaturation of humor. Like, I didn't come here for this. Like, I don't read any comic books that openly try to make me laugh. You know, it's like I'll see somebody say like a smart ass comment. I'm all about that. I'm all about smart ass comments. I say them all day myself. But like, if you're trying to like, you know, (laughs) like, oh, this this will be funny if we stick this in here in the middle of the fight. This will be clever. This would be great if we make him stop two aircraft yeah. with his knees. Right. In a split. You yeah. know, other stuff is just <laughs> like the complaints I had, and Dr. Fate did it. He pulled a, a, a Tony Stark, I'm going to say, because Tony taking off his helmet in the middle of the fight with Thanos with bullets and lasers falling around, and he takes off his helmet. He's talking to Strange, like, hey, man, is this is this it? It's like, put your goddamn helmet back on, man. It's like, lasers <laughs> flying all over the place. Like, I know it's you. <laughs> okay, like, you don't have to do that. But, like, you know, I, that's the thing right now. If anybody oh, has a mask on or a helmet, they're taking it off, and it's like, okay, like, I get it. You know, I don't know if all that's in the yeah, FaceTime. I don't know if that's negotiated or whatever. I need like 30 minutes of FaceTime an hour or whatever. But, you know, that bothers me. But this doesn't make me hate anything. But stories got to make sense. Uh, and overinflated stories, like, you, can, we all see these. Like, we can spot these, like, yeah. from a mile away. It's like, you didn't, we didn't need this. Uh, I don't know the last movie. I'm not going to count Black Adam because I thought that was good. Um I'm gonna say I'm gonna have to go back to, uh, Snyder cut with that one. Uh, 
Like I was looking forward to that movie. I loved that movie. So that was the last movie that kind of did it for me. What happened? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I was rolling up in the back of his head. <laughs> I was just looking at Mike. I'm telling you. You ooh, are done, bro. That Wendy's chili did it. <laughs> he keeps he keeps popping up like oh, <laughs> Did they see me? <laughs> it's oh, his microphone. <laughs> Mike, wake up, go, Amen. Hey, uh, we uh, we had two hours oh, now. Like, uh, I think, yeah, I man. Think, uh, it, it's, I think this was good. Um, we were concerned about yeah. filling this out. We did. This was pretty good. I think we did yeah, a, good a good one. one. Heck yeah. Um. Sure. We, we were able to hang in there without the ladies. Yeah, that thing. It was rough. They were missed. They were missed. Too many X chromosomes in the house. Yeah, exactly. Anything you want to throw out there in the universe before we get out of here, yeah. guys? <laughs> um, go see Smile. Really? That's a great okay. horror movie. Yeah. It's uh, it's very unsettling. I'll mm. just say that. <laughs> um, the new Hellraiser is okay. Mm. Uh, you you kind of watch that for like crazy gore and stuff like that, and it's basically the same thing all over the place. The characters are very well designed, the the Cenobites. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they were you know really mutilated flesh, they would be you know it would be shiny. But they they look like they're made of plastic. The design is great, but they, it looks obvious makeup work. You know how do we how do we know? Yeah, this we talking like a true serial killer right there, right? Oh, is my camera facing? <laughs> Hold on. Don't you think uh, Cinnabon? I left the freezer open. Sorry. With Hellraiser. Cinnabon. I'm sorry. Do a movie with Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Cinnabites. That seems like the oh, man. <laughs> Cinnabon. Yeah. Yeah. Really scare all those some, soccer moms with my Cinnabons. Red frosting. Oh, yeah. Oh. You just get hungry. Yeah, yeah, it's like be all your mind. You'll randomly bite into one, and there'll be a hook oh, in there, and I'll be stuck yeah, in your I gum. To, I need to be a, a pastry marketeer or something. It's gonna have a chain. Just the make, cakes, the cinnamon. Make, well, make some chili that keep people awake. <laughs> I was surprised that uh, that episode where Hulk and uh, Daredevil smashed. There, there wasn't an idea of having like a two green cupcakes with a red one in the mm. middle. And that'll be the the next thing going on with the Thor cakes. Write it down, <laughs> listeners. We're trademarking it right now. Jay's on the on the internet I'm trademarking I'm on it. Oh my gosh, that was a good episode, though. That was it's great. We I mean we filled it out great. We did like Jay said. We survived without uh, we survived without the feet. Well, we as a collective, Mike, you passed out a few times. St- so stumbled sorry. across the yeah, yeah you I'm crossed the finish in. line. We dragged him. <laughs> You know what woke him up? You know what woke him up? Somebody reached for the remote. <laughs> I was watching it, yeah. I know, they handed it to me before they went upstairs. They got it sitting right here. They left my ass. They said, That's great. Nah. Oh. Hey, did we... Um, I'm sure we didn't because I wasn't waiting the whole time. But did we uh, uh, talk about uh, House of Dragons and, and, and the infamous foot scene? No, we no, we're gonna we're gonna book that for next week because I hadn't I okay. honestly hadn't watched it yet. And this coming week is the finale, so I think we're gonna put a bow on the whole yes, thing. It is. So 
That's what we're oh, gonna do. Oh, uh, Sean will be with us next week. Yeah. So, uh, full spoiler for Black Adam next week. Oh, yeah. I'll be ready. Perfect. Perfect. That'd be great. That'd be great. Well, man, I enjoyed my time with you guys. It's hilarious, man. Rob, welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back to the family. I missed you guys. Like I missed you guys. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, man. All those people need that mail and shit like Robert that. said he had to come back and amend and fix the human mutant relations because he can't. <laughs> come back as a mediator. Come back mediator with a stick. How to arbitrate this thing right now. Post like it happened again. I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no! Usually it blows up real happened. big when you got to post about it. Happened. He was Peter Parker last week. I should have been there. I could have done something. I just got to that part in the show too today. Oh, I just no. got to that part. I was like, Look at these two damn. Look at these two damn fools. Look at I could barely listen to these damn fools. Which is funny is because you you started off saying you didn't want to get into it, and then you started talking, and it just (laughs) snowballed so fast. (laughs) You heard SpongeBob in the background thirteen minutes Uh, later. (laughs) No man, amazing, amazing. Quincy, thank you for uh, for driving this episode, man. I greatly appreciate it. I loved I loved it all. I love the setup, man. Yeah, thank you. It was great. Yeah. And like he said, you're very welcome. Like he said, next week we're going to have Sean Oliphant, and we're going to have a full Black Adam review because the whole the whole Kit and Caboodle crew will uh, will have seen it. Um, maybe twice. Tasha, maybe twice by yes, now. Maybe twice. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to see it. I'm really excited to see it. Yeah, man. Blow up the blow up the group chat. Can't wait. So, Tasha, we miss you. Megan, get to feeling better. T, I'm going to say this in the vaguest of terms. Congratulations, <laughs> my man. I'm not going to put yeah. your. I'm not going to put it out there for the world. Yeah. But you know, congratulations, my man. We we we're proud of you. We're happy for you. So yeah, get that overtime. That's it. Make that money, baby. So, man. So I guess until next week, please, people, remember to be kind to all people that you meet because you have no idea what they're going through. It's Multiverse Limited Podcast crew. Jay. Pat, Pat, Pat. <laughs> Unc Mike we're Adams. We're the same age. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I know. I cut, <laughs> cut my beard off so I could. Uh... There you go. Don't do that. Kids will hate you. Know, that, right? that one guy, Rob, will come back from the dark like side. Theo from the <laughs> yeah. He's like, I can see you look like Theo from the college. Get, get him a yellow <laughs> shirt with <laughs> crooked pockets. <laughs> Oh man, like I was saying, that one guy Rob QP the source of this cosmic blue. Until next week, we'll holler at y'all. We're out. Read some comics, please. <laughs>